This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Last Friday, Chicago and Illinois entered what officials call the bridge phase, where more people are allowed in bars, restaurants, and other businesses. This bridge phase moves us one step closer to returning to pre-pandemic normal. The CDC has also reversed course on masks, now saying vaccinated people can skip masks and stop social distancing in most indoor and outdoor settings. But while most of us might be sick of the masks, not everyone is ready to drop them. And after a year of hearing from COVID deniers and mask skeptics, many people aren't ready to trust these new guidelines or other folks, at least not yet. Jenny LaFleur runs Mama Fresh, a blog connecting Chicago moms to kid-friendly events around the city. Hi, Jenny. Welcome back. Hey, Sajan. Great to talk to you again. How are you? Doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you feeling now that Chicago is opening back up and we're going back to, and you can't see me right now, but I'm doing air quotes, normal. Yes. yes. <laughs> what is what is normal? Right. I, um, you know, my husband and I are both fully vaccinated. So like so many other Americans, when the CDC rolled it out, I kind of took a deep breath. I felt like we're in the right steps, but just like so many parents, I quickly um, was stopped in my steps because I remembered I have two little ones at home that are under the age and don't qualify for the vaccine. So it wasn't as clear as black and white for me. I couldn't take my mask off and run through the streets. I have to think about how that behavior, you know, affects my littles and my family. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it'll be it'll be a little while before they're eligible. How old are your kids? So my son is four and a half. I have two boys. My first is um, four and a half. And then my baby boy is only six months. So it'll we're talking, you know, quite a while before it's their turn to come up for vaccination. Yeah. And mine are I've got two teens. And so they just became eligible. They're 13 and 14. Uh, oh. they're, they're not vaccinated yet. Um, and of course, they would only have had the one dose at this point because we've, we've just sort of crossed that threshold. But we were out this weekend and we were noticing a lot of people unmasked. Do you feel comfortable, Jenny, not wearing the mask indoors, even when fully vaccinated? No. I think that everyone is taking the input of all the information that we're receiving, and then they're coming up with their own personal rules of comfort and their personal levels. I'm still okay with being outside, dining, without a mask. You will not catch me at your local Target or Trader Joe's without a mask. I'm just not there yet. Well, you know those stores, Target, Trader Joe's, like you mentioned, Walmart and Costco even, they're saying you don't need to wear masks anymore if you're vaccinated. And 
I feel this way. I just heard you say this. And anecdotally, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people say, it just feels like we're moving too quickly. Yes, I truly feel pump the brakes. And, you know, those are stores that I frequent often. And really with our local Trader Joe's, I'm on the south side, so right here in High Park, I felt so comfortable because they were so diligent about really making sure people had on masks. We're doing it in such a friendly way. So it was one of my safe zones that I really felt comfortable. The few stores I felt comfortable in stores, in store shopping. So this really adjusts that of how, you know, how will I feel going into these stores? And can you imagine when you go in for the first time and you see people without their mask on, it is going to be (laughs) a reality check. I think it's going to freak me out a little bit. Jenny, to that point, you know, I'm thinking, It's been so long since we were able to just walk freely without these, you know, contraptions (laughs) on our faces. Uh, So what what do you think will be like the true measure? Like when when will it be sort of universally, we'll all sort of look at each other and say, yeah, this is a good time. We're fine. We can walk around unmasked and and, and this is good. I think that this summer is going to, you know, you already know summertime shy. You know, people, we are just... Well, I don't know it yet, but I'm I'm about to experience it. I'm about to see. (laughs) Oh, this is... Oh, we're going to summer like we've never summered before. (laughs) So Chicago in the summer is a phenomenon. I mean, we really have... we, We pay our dues through the winter to get the glorious summer that we have. And with the year that we've had, this is a summer we've all really been looking forward to. So I think that with the lakefront being open and being outside, I think this is something that you're going to see people without masks. And I think that's going to be part of a normal. But I think that it will always be a subsect of people who will have a mask on inside, indoors. And right now I'm in that group. Have you had any trouble with the little ones wearing the masks? No. You know what? They love so, it. Exactly. I don't know how it is with teenagers, but with my son, just that fast, he is already... It's second nature to him. Sometimes yeah. I have to remind him, you know, over nose, but I have to also sometimes remind myself, you know, but other than that, he wears it. He started going in person school again and he wears it all throughout school with no problem. Mm-hmm. He takes a dance, a break dance class on Saturdays and all of the kids wear their masks. The teacher does not have to remind them once. I've been just floored how compliant they've been with this. Yeah, mine, it's been like second nature. They'll just, I mean, as we're heading out the door, they grab it immediately. It's it's like phone, wallet, yes, <laughs> mask. Uh, yeah. So so I, I thankfully not had to sort of remind or, or do anything like that. I keep extras in the car, but I've never had to really dip into the stash because they're all set up from home, which is which is nice. Uh, let's bring a caller in to the conversation. Leo is joining us from Lakeview. Hi, Leo. Hi. How are you? Uh, Doing well. How are you feeling about all this, Leo? My opinion is that the CBC tells us we can take our mask off even though and I am vaccinated, take our mask off even though we're vaccinated. And uh, just uh, before a few minutes ago on your station, they reported 900 new cases mm-hmm. in Illinois and 600 deaths. And what do we say to those families of those six people that passed away or to the not 2000 that got the coronavirus and that the high risk, even though it may be low, of getting corona is fatal? And for the CBC to summarily just say, hey, you could take your mask off. So who do we sue if we get corona? My opinion is that uh, my doctor tells me that with the variants, corona is going to be around for a long time. And that I think it's irresponsible 
for the CBC to make these kinds of declarations when COVID is still so prevalent, not only in Illinois, Indiana, and throughout this country. Yeah. And until it's under control, I think mm-hmm. the mask uh, requirement should be on. Good points, Leo. Thank you for calling us. Jenny, you heard what Leo had to say there. I, I think I personally think he's right. You know, uh, public health officials, they, they've admitted admitted that this is we're working off of this honor system. Right. And this honor system is going to play a big role, I think, moving forward. Um, my question is, how, think- how do we trust that everyone's going to abide by the rules? And that's something that we have to not only think about as a, you know, as a, like Leo said, a nationwide level, a state level, but even in your personal circles, if people are fully vaccinated, I will feel comfortable taking my mask off at an indoor party if it's people I know. But are we all showing our cards upon entry? Are we all, you know, it's really taking people for the word and a good faith that we're all being honest so we can make the best decisions for our family. And I think Leo, I think it's a apprehension that he he expressed that a lot of people feel we're leaning on science and we're leaning on the experts in this. But in this case, some people may feel like this is moving just too fast for their own personal comfort. Let's hear now from Alexa in Schiller Park. Hi, Alexa. Welcome to Reset. Hi. Glad to be here. Um, I just wanted to kind of say the same thing. While I'm like really glad that the mask are not required anymore for fully vaccinated. I just, I don't know. I really dug into the mask culture, kind of went for like the more fashionable masks. Mm -hmm. And right now they're like almost like a security blanket because I don't even have Mm -hmm. to like show half my face. Uh, (laughs) Right. And I feel protected, Um, even just from like people who have the flu, cold. So I'm kind of sad that it's ending as a requirement just because I really like wearing masks in public, just for, you know, personal reasons. I totally hear you, Alex. I was thinking about that too, uh, just the other day. I was thinking of how it's just become, again, second nature, a security blanket, as you said. For me, it's like, you know, I don't know, maybe this is a woman thing. It's like, oh, I only need to do half my face if it's a situation where I need to <laughs> wear makeup. I'll just do the top half, make sure my eyes are fine, and, um, and, and that's it. Or I can hide my facial expressions <laughs> out in public when things get kind of wild. So, uh, you know, it's I've become used to these masks, and I, I think it's going to take a while to to let go. Do you think, Jenny, as we roll out, you know, because this past weekend, it was sort of the beginning of these new rules mm-hmm. or these new guidelines, I should say. But as this week rolls on and so forth, as more and more stores are saying, yes, come on in, no masks, could this backfire and make people more hesitant about going out to stores and restaurants? First of all, I love Alexa saying, what am I going to do with all of my fashionable, cool masks that I've collected now? (laughs) I'm not ready to let them go. I love that. It was a great, very lighthearted response that I really loved to hear. I think that it could backfire because the worst, and we've, you know, our mayor has spoken about this before, taking a step backwards is the worst. You know what I mean? Remember when we were in different levels, level two, level three, oh, we might have to pull us back, Yes. you know? So with this mask rollout, I think businesses, especially small businesses, are going to be in the case where they're still recovering from a deficit over the past year. So I could understand the temptation on their end to kind of not pack them in, but, you know, the fully vaccinated people don't count against their, you know, their number that they have in, the quote that they have to keep in. So I can see them pushing limits because they're so anxious to make up the money that they've lost. 
And that could backfire on us. And just as the CDC released one press release, they quickly can release another. And that would be, I think, emotionally, like a social emotional devastation for us to feel like we're taking a step back. I think with Leo and Alexis, they both, a common thread that we all feel is that this is going nowhere fast. Like this is going nowhere no time soon. So we have to make adjustments and be flexible. But this is mask and set limits are going to be a conversation that we're going to be having for a while. Well, you kind of mumbled it, but I heard you say you don't even think that we're going to get out of this, you know, within 2021. I don't. And I, and, and you don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But I don't. <laughs> yeah. You slid I mean, right I, over that one, but I heard yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I heard because, you. Because with, and you know, this with school age kids, I'm already thinking about next year, you know? So this is like, I, we're already going to be well, virtual schooling, be part of our, culture going forward. Is this something, are we still going to be in the hybrid model for some of our students? So as we're planning for the rest of our year, this is something as a parent that is top of mind for me. What are you hearing from other moms right now, Jenny? Concern. Because the rules are, like I said, it felt that it was so universal just for everyone to remove their mask if they're vaccinated. But the fine lines. I think that parents felt like it was a lot of gray area. What about us? What rules should we abide by? So this is, I think a lot of research came out just even over this past weekend. Um, NPR had a great article that was specific asking for questions about parents of unvaccinated children and the comfort level and the rules that they should abide by. But really kind of a gray area of a confusion that we're in right now. Let's hear from Stuart in Algonquin. Hi, Stuart. Welcome to Reset. I love your show. Thanks for taking Thank my you. call. My call's a little different. I have survived COVID. I had it over a month ago. I'm still 60 days out from even being able to get a vaccine. So mine is, what about those of us that are that are no longer contagious? I'm released from my doctor. To restate what your guest had, had said, what rules do I abide by? Do I mask up? Am I considered non-vaccinated? I even wrote the CDC and haven't gotten any information from them. So this is really a gray area that affects a lot of people mm-hmm. as well. What do we abide by? Wow. Yeah, that, that is such a good question, Stuart. You know what? It's also one that I'm going to save and I'm going to give to Dr. Teramina on Friday because I want to know, you know, as someone who I've avoided COVID this entire time and, you know, blessed to be able to say that. Um, but I want to know how, how it works for someone like Stuart. So so thanks for calling uh, with that. We'll we'll keep that parked. Jenny, we were talking about kids before the call with Stuart. I, I want to know where can you take your kids right now if they haven't been fully vaccinated, those younger ones? The Chicago parks are back open. So, you know, one of the saddest things last year was to see those closed gates and to see the tape, you know, around playgrounds. So luckily that is clear. So we've been going to Chicago parks. We've also been visiting our um, city's museums. So um, some of our favorite museums, of science and industry, we were at the Shedd Aquarium last week, mask on. They're doing a great job with timed entry and which I hope that they keep. If anyone is the powers are listening, <laughs> we are dipping our toe with back exploring our city in a safe and responsible way. Yeah. But our masks are on at those places, I have to be honest. And that timed entry, I hope that's something that stays. As someone who is coming here from Washington and and watched how that timed entry worked at the Smithsonian Museums out there, I thought it was Mm -hmm. brilliant. It was just you it was just never too much of a crowd. So I, I I personally love that and I hope it stays. Let's squeeze in one more caller, Jenny. Bob is on the line from Lakeview East. Hi Bob. 
Hi, hello. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Doing well. What are you thinking about all of this? Uh, I am in favor of getting rid of the mask. I am mm-hmm. fully vaccinated and actually had uh, COVID about four or five months ago with barely any symptoms. And uh, I think you send the right message to people who are thinking about getting vaccinated um, that they can get rid of the mask once they get vaccinated. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you called, Bob, because I, I wanted to hear someone say that. I mean, I, I, and I want to get to the heart of this. Like, I am so ready to get rid of masks, too. Yes. I want to make sure that that's clear. And I, I'm glad you're reminding us to make sure that that message is clear, Bob. We want to get rid of masks, too. It's just it's hard. It's hard to, to mentally go there. But I think what Bob is speaking from is an emotional point that we all want to get back to some point of normal. Yes. You know what I mean? And yeah. th- and so I hear that in his voice. I understand that. I also think it's very interesting. This, um, it's like a reward, like get vaccinated and you can come to concerts this summer, get vaccinated and you can take your <laughs> mask off. Right. You know, it's this kind of like, you know, as a parent, it's something that we do to our, you know, like a, if, if you then, you know, if you get vaccinated, then you can, you know, so I think that's something that Bob spoke with, that this might serve as an incentive to people right. that if you choose to get the vaccination, then you can get one step closer to a normal maskless life. The city and that the CDC is also putting this out to, to incentivize people to take that step as well. Our thanks to Jenny LaFleur of Mama Fresh. Jenny, thank you so much. Thank you all for always having me. And that's today's Reset. For the latest on the ever-changing guidelines from public officials and the CDC, point your radio to 91.5 WBEZ or point your browser to WBEZ.org. And remember, infectious disease expert Dr. Mia Taramina dishes out great info every Sunday right here in this podcast feed. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.